Hello and welcome to Mindful of Everything with me, Agrita, a podcast giving an insight to the mind of deep thinkers, where in each episode I'll be discussing various thoughts and questions deep thinkers often find themselves mindful of, from topics such as climate change to self-development and everything else in between. So, let the journey of mind unravelling begin now. Before I continue on my Climate Change Should Be Our Priority series, I wanted to create this episode, a bonus episode, just on the ongoing issue of the Amazon burning. I've realised that media coverage for the Amazon burning has reduced to absolutely zero. People are probably assuming that it's all under control now. The truth is the Amazon is still burning and media is no longer covering it. So I think this bonus episode will be a sort of wake-up call for people to realise that the problem of the Amazon burning is massive and it's still going on and we still need to raise awareness and we still need to fight to stop the burning of the Amazon. So today's episode will be just on the Amazon burning. When we first heard about the Amazon burning a few weeks ago, it was like the entire world was shaken. Seeing all that black smog in the sky in Brazil cities, it's pretty scary to think that just a burning of an entire forest can make it seem like the world is coming to an end. So, of course, the issue of the Amazon burning is a massive thing. And I was very, very happy to see the amount of people spreading awareness about it, posting petitions that people can sign. I also have a petition still up on my personal Instagram account. So I was very happy, you know, the awareness that was needed, it was showing. And because of social media awareness, big news agencies started covering it. They started providing media coverage for the Amazon burning. And it all looked great. I thought, okay, the world is basically putting pressure on Brazil's government to do something about it, to do something about the burning. And it was looking great. But all of a sudden, media is no longer covering it anymore. And I understand that media coverage has an expiry date. But for something that's ongoing, for something that's still happening, you shouldn't have any expiry date for that. Of course, there's many reasons why media stops covering something. But I think the main reason as to why we're not covering the issue of Amazon burning right now, it's probably because Brazil's government is trying their best to convince the entire world the Amazon is no longer burning. And even if it is, it's not a big deal. We shouldn't really be focusing on it that much. They're trying to convince the whole world that they have that fire in control. And that's probably the reason why media is no longer covering it. Why people think, okay, it's done now. Let's focus on another issue. The foreign minister of Brazil even falsely claimed, quote, the Amazon is not burning, not burning at all. Other MPs are saying that the media coverage on the fire in the Amazon is just a way to disrupt Brazil's economy. I even saw an article where one of Brazil's MPs said that the fog in London is due to the burning of England's forests. So if people in London aren't doing anything, why are they blaming Brazil to not do anything? First of all, if there was any forest burning near London, Londoners would be out on the streets protesting. Like, we Londoners, we don't wait around for anyone 
we raise our voices when needed and you can tell the sort of mess that the Brazilian government has caused around this issue. They want to convince the world that there's nothing major going on in the Amazon right now. They want to convince the world that Brazil, they're doing their best to control the fire when really they are not. So all of these MPs are saying all of these statements saying that Brazil has everything under control. But in contrast to the real science, Brazil's own Space Institute has shown that deforestation has surged massively in recent times. And areas the size of Manhattan is lost every day in the month of July this year. So we know that deforestation is happening at immense levels. It's happening uncontrollably in the Amazon. And Brazil's Space Institute even shows the facts, even shows the stats for that. But of course, if there are negatives to Brazil's government, there are also positives. There are many environmental activists and government officials in Brazil that are trying to sort out this issue. They know what the issue is and they know the government is trying to cover it up. One senior official in a Guardian article that I read, again, you'll see that on my website, said that his own headquarters were ransacked and burned down by illegal gold miners just so they can clear out the area and, of course, mine illegally for gold. Lots of you at this point might be thinking, why is the government trying to cover it up? Why is the government not accepting the fact that the Amazon is burning when all the science is against them? The facts are against them. The answer is, the Amazon isn't burning, it's being burnt. This isn't a natural calamity. This isn't a natural phenomenon. The Amazon is being burned. The Amazon is being burned by humans and that's exactly why I wanted to create this bonus episode because many people, including myself, I thought maybe because of climate change or maybe because of droughts or anything like that, the fires are happening in the Amazon and many people would think that and there could be some truth to that but the real fundamental truth behind the Amazon burning is that humans are burning the Amazon at rates that haven't been as high as currently. The reason why Brazil's government is trying to stay quiet on this issue, is trying to cover it up by false claims, is that the government is actually promoting this burning. The president of Brazil, President Bolsonaro, is encouraging the burning himself. Why? Because he cares about profit over the health of the environment and over the health and security of the Brazilian people. He's encouraging burning because he wants the economy of Brazil to go up, even though the health and long-term prosperity of Brazil is plummeting because of this burning of the Amazon. And because of him openly encouraging this, people are no longer scared of burning, even if it's illegal, even if they aren't informing the government that they're going to be burning a particular area to clear out for mining, agriculture, commercial logging. It goes on. They know that there will be no one there to punish them if they burn illegally because there are no sanctions in place for people that are burning illegally or people that are burning more than they should be. There are no limits, there are no sanctions and this is why 2019 has seen a sudden increase in the amount of areas in the Amazon burned. Why is it so painful to see the Amazon burning? You might have heard that the Amazon act like the lungs of the planet. That's why I named this 
bonus episode as Earth's lungs are burning because the Amazon provides up to 16 to 20% of oxygen. And even though the Amazon does take half of that oxygen that it just provided to the planet through respiration of plants and organisms in the Amazon, it is providing a substantial amount of oxygen. And not only oxygen, it's providing essential ecosystems that companies, communities, and essentially the entire world depends on. There's a lot of resources in the Amazon that the world depends on. Resources that we wouldn't even imagine are actually being sourced from the Amazon at large scales. So the Amazon is very, very important for us. And to see the Amazon burning in this way, and to know that the reason behind it is not climate change or other weather patterns, it's us. We are causing the Amazon to be burned. So where exactly did all this burning start from? Burning of forests and burning of the Amazon has stretched back thousands of years ago. Setting forests on fire has been an ancient practice, especially in the Amazon. Paleoecology, so the study of ancient environments, has shown that indigenous populations used to burn parts of the Amazon to clear it, obviously, for agriculture for thousands of years. So this practice has been going on for thousands of years. So it's not anything new. It's not an alien practice. Indigenous people in the Amazon have been doing it for long. And the way you can tell that is you can actually see layers of charcoal that has been buried under the Amazon's rainforest surface. So you can see that burning of the Amazon has been an ancient practice. An Geo article talking about the ancient burning of the Amazon has said that yes, these fires were quite frequent thousands of years ago, but they weren't as large spread as of course now. And they were also low intensity fires compared to the high intensity fires we have now. And even though the indigenous did burn down parts of the Amazon to clear up for agriculture. They also made sure that the soils that became burnt after the fires, they were enriched to the point that those soils are still used by farmers today. So even though the indigenous were clearing out land through fire, through the use of fire, they made sure that the soil was enriched after that. So their clearing practices, they were sustainable. If they were taking something away from the environment, they're making sure that they were putting nutrients back into the soil. So it's sustainable. Not only that, when the indigenous burned down trees and parts of the Amazon, they also made sure that some trees were left standing to make sure that they didn't wipe out the entire ecosystem there. So their practices were actually very sustainable. Nowadays, we just completely wipe out everything, trees and plants alike. We just burn the entire thing just so we can have lands and lands of agriculture and commercial logging, mining, whatever they want to use the land for. And not only just that, the burning is happening at a much larger extent and it's happening at an alarmingly high rate. So it's become very widespread and because of that, of course, the fires have become high intensity fires. Just to give you some stats to help you understand how high intensity and widespread the burning of the Amazon has become. Just recently, so in 2019, more than 93,000 fires have been alight in the Amazon. That's up by 60% the same time last year. So the same time last year, we were burning 60% less of the Amazon that we are now. 
And you can only imagine what's going to be happening in the future. NASA has even stated that this year has had the most intensive fires yet in the Amazon. So yes, the burning of the Amazon has been an ancient practice, but it was much less widespread and much less intensive than the fires are happening today. And that is why we're seeing the massive burning of the Amazon. And that's exactly why the entire world was so shook and upset at the Amazon burning a few weeks ago. But the sad thing is it's still burning. We just think that it's done now. It's not. I'm pretty sure some people would still think that there is some natural element to the fires in the Amazon. And I would just like to go through some of the benefits of having forest fires and fires in environments. There are some environments, specific environments, where fires, so natural fires, is essential to happen. We need natural fires in some habitats to make sure they are functioning properly and to make sure that one environment doesn't transform to the next. There is a BBC article that goes through everything. Again, it's on my website. And of course, the BBC article goes through the importance of natural fires in some environments and also the issues of stopping those natural fires. The article states that 98% of forest fires in the US have been successfully extinguished, which sounds great, 98%. We have it under control. Not really, because six of the worst forest fires ever recorded have also occurred since 2000. So we know how to extinguish forest fires, but then we're having the worst forest fires as well. Basically, whenever we talk about fire, we all get extremely scared. Of course we should. It's fire. It can burn anything. But very few people know that natural fires are not meant to be extinguished. Suppression of natural fires just allows for overgrowth of natural material and of course if you have an excess amount of natural material you're adding fuel to the fire that will occur. So we need to just make sure that we don't suppress the natural fires that need to occur to maintain a particular ecosystem. Essentially any environment with wet winters and long summer droughts will be most likely a fire prone area. And of course whenever we see fires, especially in forests, we're like, oh my god, we need to extinguish that. We need to make sure nothing is hurt. But we need to realise that those natural fires, they need to happen. Mostly those natural fires occur just to clear out any leaf litter in forests. And a lot of natural fires also occur in grasslands and shrublands. And those natural fires make sure that the grasslands and shrublands don't just transform into forests. We don't want them to be transforming into forests because then the organisms that rely on that grassland or shrubland, they will be impacted. So those natural fires just make sure that any tree saplings that are starting to develop are burned, so they're killed off, so a colony of trees isn't established. So natural fires are very important in some places. We just need to identify which is a natural fire and which one is a man-made fire or a fire that is perhaps caused by climate change, the change in climate. So we need to be able to distinguish between those different types of fires. Also, a lot of forests have trees, such as pine trees, that are heat resistant. So they make sure that if any fire occurs, the growing cells in the tree trunk aren't damaged. Not only are the trees or plants adapted, animals are also very adapted to fire prone areas. They know how to evacuate an area if a fire occurs, because they're used to the frequency of the fires occurring. They're used to it. So they know how to escape that. 
So we need to just make sure that we don't suppress natural fires because then those fire prone areas just become more fire prone. And when things like climate change come into the picture, the chances of a wildfire occurring, like the ones we see in California, they just increase. The chance of those wildfires occurring increase because the natural fire hasn't cleared out the leaf litter or the overgrowth of plant material. So we just need to realise that fire is not always negative and you do need natural fires in particular environments. What's the problem with the Amazon fires? Natrio has clearly stated that with the help of paleoecology, it can be seen that there is absolutely no evidence that natural fires should be happening in the Amazon. The Amazon is not made for natural fires to occur. Like I said, there are particular environments where natural fires need to happen, like grasslands and shrublands and particular forests. The Amazon is not able to resist fires, and neither are its organisms, its plants, its animals. They're not adapted to fires. They don't know how to react to fires because fires aren't supposed to be happening there, naturally. They're not supposed to be happening in the Amazon. And that is why the Amazon burning is such a serious problem. That's how we know that the burning that's happening in the Amazon is all man-made. There is no natural element to it. There are 4,000-year-old sequences that show that there's absolutely no hint of natural fires. Most rainforest trees actually have thin barks. If you've been to a rainforest or if you've seen documentaries or pictures, most of them have thin barks and they also have superficial roots that are on the surface. So if any sort of forest fire happens, all of that is burnt, all of that is killed, all the vegetation is killed. So of course, the rainforest just naturally is intolerant to fires. And like I said, the animals there are also not adapted. They don't know how to evacuate a place that has a fire in it. They don't know because the Amazon is not supposed to have natural fires. So the fires that we're seeing in the Amazon have human interference just stamped all over them. We know that it is a man-made problem. The fires that occur in grasslands and shrublands, like I mentioned earlier, the benefit of them is that they only burn the tops of grasses. They don't burn the roots and they don't heat up the soil. So they only burn the tops of grasses and that makes sure that the regrowth of grasses is rapid. With human-induced fires, with man-made fires, you don't just burn the top of grasses, you burn everything. You burn trees, you burn roots, you heat up the land. Forest fires happen naturally. Don't burn the canopy of trees. But if you see the pictures of the Amazon burning, canopies are on fire. That's how you know. That's a big indication that these fires are human-made. They're not natural in any way. And that's what we need to understand. The demand of livestock, aka meat and dairy, commercial logging, and just exploitation of the environment has converted the low-intensity fire regimes that used to happen in the Amazon to high-intensity regimes. And if you have crowded forests, Human fires, so fires created by humans, can actually kill up to 70% of trees in a fire's path. And of course, animals and plants there, they have no idea how to deal with fires. So they end up dying. So not only are you killing off trees, an essential resource to the planet, but you're also killing off animals and plants. You're destroying ecosystems. Ecosystems that are so important for the planet, not just Brazil. And of course, if we're burning down so many trees, we're unlocking the locked CO2 in those trees that were in there for thousands of years. And on top of that, we're releasing carbon monoxide, 
which is produced when you burn wood. So we're already producing CO2, and then you're producing carbon monoxide, the silent killer of gases, and producing that on top. It's not good in any way. So like I said, this is not a natural phenomenon. It is man-made. But the issue of climate change can actually worsen it. It can become a catalyst for these wildfires. Of course, if the climate's hotter, the chances of the fires spreading even more will obviously increase. So climate change can definitely intensify these fires more than they already are. Of course, global warming is increasing air temperature and increasing the likelihood of droughts, making them more frequent. So if we keep burning uncontrollably, climate change will just catalyse the process and then burning is going to be catalyzing climate change, creating a positive feedback loop and essentially making forest fires very hard to control. So we know the root cause of the burning of the Amazon. What can we actually do to solve this problem? There are many solutions, but if we talk about top-down approaches first, we need to be making sure that brands stop supplying from the Amazon until this uncontrollable burning of the Amazon is stopped and is dealt with. Brazil is actually a major exporter of animal feed like soy and of course beef and leather. And since global demands are increasing, the number of fires happening in the Amazon is obviously increasing because they need to clear more land to produce those materials. Companies like Timberland, Vans and North Face are one step ahead in the game. They've stopped supplying leather from Brazil because they know about the environmental impact from supplying from Brazil. And other companies just need to do the same. And the way we can ensure that other companies do that is, of course, research about companies that we like, companies that we buy from, and make sure that they aren't supplying from the Amazon. Not just clothing companies or footwear companies. We need to also make sure that food industries stop buying meat from the Amazon, stop buying meat from Brazil. By doing so, we'll cut down the demand of meat and other materials from Brazil, and of course, that will cut down their need to burn many parts of the Amazon. Greenpeace actually have a petition up on their website to tell companies like KFC, Burger King and McDonald's to cut down their supply of meat from the Amazon because all three do heavily depend on buying their meat, chicken and soya from Brazil. So we need to make sure that companies like that, fast food companies, are not supplying from Brazil. Just to give a little insight to that, KFC actually buy their chicken from Brazil, plus the chickens that they're buying are fed by the soya that's also made in Brazil, that's also sourced from Brazil. Burger King actually directly buys beef from Brazil, and McDonald's started buying meat raised in Brazil since 1986, and apparently that was after 30 years of stopping supplying from Brazil. No idea why they started it, maybe because the meat there is cheaper. But yes, you can definitely find that Greenpeace petition on my website or you can just search it up in Google and you can add on to the list of names that are trying to make sure that companies like KFC, McDonald's and Burger King are cutting down their supply of meat from the Amazon to help reduce the number of fires occurring in the Amazon. All three companies and other fast food chains have promised to tackle this issue but they haven't done enough to reach their commitments. So. Definitely sign the petition to force these fast food companies to cut down their supply or just to stop their supply of meat from the Amazon until the problem of the Amazon fires is solved. So that was some of the top-down approaches to helping reduce the number of fires occurring in the Amazon. 
What can you as an individual do? First of all, cut down your visits to fast food companies like KFC and McDonald's. Don't just boycott these companies or don't just reduce your consumption of their products, but also let them know that you're doing that. Sign their Greenpeace petition or even write to the companies. Write to KFC, write to McDonald's, write to Burger King, write to any fast food company asking to see if they do supply their meat from Amazon and what are they doing to reduce that. Show your disappointment, show your concern for the environment because we the consumers, we have a lot of power. Businesses are depending on us, are depending on our money, our decision to buy their products. So if we show our dissatisfaction with how they're producing those products, it is very powerful. But essentially the best way you can support the Amazon is just to cut down on your own beef and meat consumption. Around 80% of the forests in the Amazon are cleared just for cattle ranches to produce beef all around the world. So if you cut down on your beef, that's reducing your own individual demand. Also, we know where KFC and McDonald's are sourcing their meat from. We know it's coming from the Amazon. But what about those companies that are not so transparent with their customers about where they source their products from? So if you just cut down your meat consumption, you're avoiding accidentally supporting those companies that are sourcing from the Amazon where all these illegal fires are occurring. In my upcoming episode, I'm definitely going to be talking about agriculture and the emissions from agriculture, how it's affecting climate change. But definitely cutting down your meat consumption is a very, very important step to helping solve the climate crisis. Another thing that you can do is actually look out for products that have the Rainforest Alliance logo on them. So the little frog, I'll post this on my social media so you know exactly what I'm talking about. Just make sure that the food items you get, they do have that logo on it because that company that you're choosing to buy the item of, they are making sure that they're providing you the items in a sustainable way. So whatever rainforest they're sourcing from, it's in a very sustainable way. So it's making sure that unsustainable deforestation is not occurring for the product that you're buying. You mostly find these on paper or bananas and tea. All of these things that require the usage of rainforests. To find out other ways on how you can buy ethically, I definitely recommend the website Ethical Consumer. You'll find it on my website and plus you can just Google search this. It has very, very good, simple tips on how you can be an ethical consumer and how you can shop in a more sustainable way. Support companies are more sustainable and are looking for ways to reduce their negative impact on the planet. There are tons of other ways to help support the Amazon and to help reduce the fires that are occurring in the Amazon. For instance, you can buy land in the Amazon and that land will be protected by organisations to make sure that illegal deforestation or excessive deforestation and high-intensity fires are not occurring in that place. You can go to companies like Rainforest Trust to buy land. You can also support indigenous populations they're also being very affected by the Amazon burning through companies like Amazon Watch. Again, I'll put these on my website, but you can also search them up yourself. You can also help protect Amazonian species by donating to WWF. So there's many ways that you can help with this crisis. Please, please, please don't underestimate your strength as a consumer, as an individual. Most of us think that Issues like the Amazon burning, we can't really do anything about it. We're not there. We can't extinguish those fires. We can't tell people there to stop burning so excessively. But we do have a lot of power, even if we aren't in that continent, even if we aren't close to the Amazon. 
we have a right to voice our concern of the health of the planet, whatever region it is that is being affected by humans. We have a right to protect that region, regardless of where we are in the world. So please don't underestimate your strength and your power. Just think about it. If one person stands up for one thing, for whatever cause they're very passionate about, the people around them get inspired. And then the people around those people get inspired. And then you just see you have millions and millions of people supporting a cause. That's exactly what we were doing a few weeks ago for the Amazon. But the Amazon is still burning. So we need to make sure that we're pressurizing Brazil's government to sort this issue out. And we need to start supporting companies and industries, organizations that are trying their best to reduce their negative impact on the planet. If President Bolsonaro is going to be very open about burning the Amazon for the economic growth of Brazil, then we also need to be very open about our concern for the health of the Amazon, for the protection of the indigenous, for the protection of the Amazonian species, and ultimately the protection of our planet. Thank you for listening. I hope you've gained a little more insight to what it's like to be mindful of everything. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button on your favourite podcast app to be up to date with episode releases and go over to my website mindfuloveverything.home.blog to get more information. This is Agrita with the Mindful of Everything podcast and I shall see you next time.